0: Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan Lacroixy, and I have the founders of Apex with me. How you guys doing? Amazing! Thank you for having us out here. Yes, thank you, Donovan. All right. Great. Did you guys want to introduce your
1: names?
2: Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I'm Eunice. Um, one half of the Apex. Um, uh,
1: my name is Mazen. Uh, The other half of Apex Canine Training. All right, all right. And it
0: is canine training. And for listeners that don't know, today we are going to be talking about all dogs. Yes. You know, we don't have the song, who let the dogs out? (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right. So did you guys want to talk about how did you guys develop Apex Training, right? How did you guys
1: decide you guys are passionate about dogs, that's right. I mean, you know, we can start with, of course, we love dogs. Who doesn't, right? But at the same time, I think the the interest really came from un- wanting to understand dogs, understanding how we can give them a better life as well as help owners with their dogs. So in the beginning, it was literally us learning from sources that we could find for free. And then as we got good, we started paying other trainers to get, uh, get on their courses as well as learning from them in person. If you want, later on, we can get into all the trainers we've learned from, like Kali Kenan, who owns a Netflix show uh, called Canine Intervention. But uh, as of now, we've trained under a lot of trainers and have a lot of knowledge about canine psychology, behaviorist, as well as, you know, just fixing dogs that have a lot of behavioral issues. Did you want to add
0: anything to that? Uh, he, he, he got it all. all right, was, and yeah. it's all dogs, right? All species, all types, yes. behavioral, everything. What do you call it? Our Rottweilers, yes. our um, what do you call it? Our Chihuahuas. Yes. 100%. All dogs, right? Yeah, I
1: feel like it's a misconception about like our dogs different. No, all, all dogs are dogs. They all come from wolves. Even if it's the smallest dog, they kind of think very alike. Yeah. So dogs are dogs. We do all dogs. Exactly.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, in case listeners don't know about this, what do you want to tell them? Because they didn't even know there's training for dogs. What do you want to tell the listeners listening for the first time that didn't even know anything about this?
2: Listeners, if you are having issues with your dog, behavioral issues, it's not their, It's not who they are. It's just not knowing how to clearly communicate with them or giving them a balanced life. And this is where you have to look for professional help. There's a saying, um, if you treat your dog like a, a human being, they're going to treat you like a dog. Right. So um, for all of them that are facing type of issues or just bring a new puppy home. It's best to get professional help.
0: Right, right, okay? right. Did you have anything you wanted to add to that?
1: Um, Just that it makes your life easy when you really yeah. understand like how to own a dog from a puppyhood. Or if you will go and adopt, Like learning how to have them will just make your life easy. It will save you money in vet bills, save you money in like, things they might rip up because they're not trained. So a lot of people, I think, go through the trouble of just getting a dog and winging it without any research. But I feel like it's a lot of trouble. I have young puppies right now, and... My life is amazing with them like they don't give me any trouble whatsoever
0: right 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 so let's say i'm winging it let's say i'm a family what do you call mm-hmm. i'm starting a family and i have a, well let's say i have a family right right and I wing in and I give this pure, pretty little puppy, oh, you're so cute, mommy. <laughs> but all of a sudden, you know that puppy grows just like a baby, right? Mm-hmm. It's right. tearing down the house. It's won't listen, and it gives me a dirty look when it's ready. What do you guys say to that?
2: Hey, if your dog, you see any type of aggressive behaviors with your dog, could be continuously uh, nipping, tearing out the house apart. Um, this is. Issues that will not solve itself, mm-hmm. all right? Uh, anytime you feel that you don't feel safe around your dog, that means it's time to get the help that you need, the prof- professional help.
1: 100% yeah. and like, don't get discouraged, guys, even if your yeah. dog, if you went a whole year without training a dog and your dog is a nuisance right now. Don't get discouraged. We get trained dogs that are like 10, 11, 12 years old that have done bad behavior, behaviors for all, this whole their whole life. Mm-hmm. And we're still able to help them and the owners,
0: right? right so right.
1: don't get discouraged,
0: right? Now, talk about you guys have prevented dogs from being euthanized, right? Did you guys want to talk about that more?
2: I mean, like we all know that right now the shelter is being overfilled with dogs, right? Um, and dogs, of course, being euthanized um, is just the fact of learning and learning on how to communicate with them, right? Mm-hmm. Giving them a, a, a balanced lifestyle where you know um, where you know they will succeed. In, right, so there's different type of dogs out there, um, with, th- that live different types of lifestyle. Right, you can get a dog that is you know more lazy, or you get a dog that's high driven, but at the end of the day, it's um, every dog does have the uh, the, pot- the what's it called potential. The, the potential t- to be trained, but at the same time, they can be euthanized, doesn't matter what breed it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just being able to give them that right lifestyle,
0: right?
1: That's right, yeah. to add on to Eunice, is um, quite honestly, it comes on to us. As a human, as a dog owner, to show them what's right and what's not, right? And when a dog has gotten away with biting people and is, you know, one maybe one more bite away from being euthanized, you got to look into some training, some yes. professional training, not just somebody you find on Kijiji. Because exactly. uh, most likely if they haven't dealt with the situation before, they won't be able to help you. I don't want people to get discouraged from dog training. I want, like, I want you to find the right trainers yep. so you can get the help first time. Because I can't tell you how many times we've had owners come to us. They've got training like three, four times on previous trainers, and it did not help. There's just a lot of trainers out there, but unfortunately, they are inadequate. They don't have the knowledge and the experience like Apex K9 does.
0: Right, right, right. And like you told me, if you put in the work, you were telling me off interview, you'll get results. Do you want to stress on that? Because there might be listeners that say, well, I'll just drop them off to you guys, and then they'll come home fixed. uh,
1: Donovan's so right. There's some people who think that, yeah, dog training, you know, you train my dog, my dog's going to listen to you. Uh, listen to me. It's not possible because in order for the in order for your dog to listen to you, you got to put in the training. You got to put in the work. Mm-hmm. You got to take the advice we give you and apply it daily. And I'm not saying hours of work. Quite honestly, dogs learn quick. Even if you're doing 30 minutes of training per day, that'll make a huge difference in your dog's life and in your life. So yeah, 100%. As much as we show you how to train your dog, it is your full-out responsibility to put in that work, unless it's bored and trained. And you're paying us, you know, five thousand dollars for your, for us to take your dog for a month. Unless you're doing that, it's time to put in some work and enjoy your dog.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dogs are out here. Like I mean, they're part of the family at the end of the day, right? So just put in the time, the work. Right. I know everyone. You know, they have the nine to five. They, they people have kids, but as soon as you bring that dog into the household, into your household, that's your responsibility. You know.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. No so, excuses, so guys. There's no excuses at that point. Right. 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 right? So I bring the dog. Tell me what the atmosphere is like. What if there are other dogs? Are there other dogs I meet? Like a play-in date or just oh, you guys?
2: Uh, it it depends. I mean, we just specialize in training. I mean, uh, we do a com- we people, hey, you know, you can play with other dogs. But again, if people that do want to play, let their dogs play with other dogs, we just really, really stress on, like, make sure you know what the other dog is capable of. Make sure that dog uh, has a good on and off switch. Make sure that dog is not aggressive towards other dogs, right? We don't. You know, your dog can can play with anyone with any dog. It's just you got to make sure you're not putting your dog in a situation where uh, that dog is, you know, potentially can hurt hurt, uh, your dog. Uh, Now, when it comes to us, uh, we focus more on teaching your dog how to be neutral around other dogs rather than being overly excited or overly reactive. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, We want to teach the owners that um, we don't want you to have your dog build their relationship off of just playing with other dogs. We want you to understand that you have to build a relationship with your dog in order for them to listen to you, mm-hmm. right? So um, I know there's a lot of uh, owners out there. They're like, "Oh, I'll just take my dog to the dog park, uh, so I can tire them out."
1: 100%. Right? Dog park but, is a bad place. We'll tell you guys it, why. And yeah, <laughs> I, I might
2: as well get right into that. But like at the end of the day, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't really help. It doesn't help you build a relationship with your dog where you can have a dog that is calm and you can take them everywhere. Right? You know. Um, Again, like there's more places than the dog park to take your dog. You can take your dog on a nice hike, um, you know, take them off leash, uh, places that allow your dogs to be off leash. Take them to certain um, um, places that allow dogs like stores. But um, at the end of the day, we really specialize in teaching our
0: owners on real life obedience. Right, right. Now, talk about. The misconception of the dog park because let's say I'm that family. Oh, I'll just you know what? I'll give it to my son or my daughter just to drop it off. the dog You know, or I'll give it to my wife or my husband just to drop it <laughs> off. You know what I'm saying? That's so, right. talk about that misconception because there are a lot of dog owners that's saying, Well, what's the problem with the dog that's park?
1: True. 100% Donovan. And, like, uh, from a prof- professional standpoint, and you guys will start to see this too, uh, questions you got to ask yourself when you take a dog to the dog park and you see these owners yelling at their dog, hey, come, come, you don't really see any trained dogs at a dog park because, you know what, all these guys who come to the dog park usually bring them there to tire out your dog. I get it. Your dog has a lot of energy. You're not aware on how to tire out your dog yourself, so you bring them to the dog park and hope that other dogs can do it. But let's look at it from a point where you bring a dog in and all they do is literally run around every day. All you're doing is creating an athlete. You're creating a dog that has more stamina every day and every day they want to do it more and more and more to a point where all this running will not even tire out your dog. What you need is a little bit of mental stimulation, which is what training provides. And apart from that, I've seen so many fights at dog parks. I've seen dogs get killed at dog parks, unfortunately. You know, small dogs just literally get brutalized by a bigger dog that was, wasn't, shouldn't, shouldn't have even been there in the first place. If the owner knew the behaviors about the dog. Mm-hmm. you know like the nervousness a little bit of fear aggressiveness all like you know if the owner knew the dog wouldn't have been there and the one dog wouldn't have got attacked so there's a lot of problems from the dog parks but the main thing is your dog could get attacked your dog could get a disease because you don't know if all those dogs there have their shots either so it's just it's just a pit of problems that honestly a lot of people do face but the ones who don't uh, haven't i'm glad you haven't yet but uh, that's a sign to just kind of avoid it and find other ways to exercise your dogs
0: Right, right, right. Now, I'm glad you did bring up rabies. So, say, if a dog does have rabies, right, what should the owner do? Of course, they should take them in to get their, what do you call it, their shots? their shots and, and yeah. updated shots right, and stuff. Right, But if the other dog starts acting up and they don't know, what should they look out for? Well, I mean, just weird behaviors,
1: otherwise, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. As much as we're not vets, and I wouldn't know exactly what to recommend for a dog that has rabies, I would just take him to the vet and mm-hmm. yeah. ask him to help me out. Exactly. You know, yeah. right. like if, it, if the dog has rabies shots, okay, a little upset. but if it doesn't, mm, yeah, may need a little procedure. So that's
0: also the danger,
1: like yeah. you said, in yes. the dog park, right? <laughs> Another
0: is something
2: called kennel, uh, not ken, kennel but they get cough. A kennel cough. Yeah, um, right. they're, it's just a bunch of dogs together, and one have a cough, and the other one will get it, and then any yeah, dog you know, is sick for a few exactly. Days, yeah.
1: It's just, it's just it, it avoidable.
2: You'd be very surprised of how many owners actually do not um, get their dogs. Um, they're, they're, they're shot. Wow! You'll be very surprised. I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. not everyone. Yeah, so that's, that's another reason why it's like you can't trust every owner, especially at
0: the dog park. You don't know. Right. 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 So. And Probably because too much money. That's oh yeah. 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 You know <laughs> yeah, bills you, can be you know, a lot. You know what it is yeah.
1: in Canada? Like you can just get a dog. Mm-hmm. You know you can mm-hmm. barely have a place to yourself. But you're allowed exactly. to get a dog. There's no, they can just go buy go to a breeder, get a dog. Nobody asks you any questions. Hey, do you have money for this dog? Are you able to take care of the dog? Nothing. There's nothing no you Just pick I mean, up the, a dog.
2: The, there's a... some breeders that do the screening. Yes. some yes but it's Reputable very easy. Ones,
1: but yeah, yeah, but it's very nowadays. easy to get a
2: dog. To, yeah, exactly. So
1: very easy. Yeah, Kijiji yeah. mm-hmm. five hundred thousand dollar dog. Get him, and then uh, you know you don't even have the resources or the time to take care of him. Yeah. So that's why there's there are dogs out there with owners that don't have their shots and aren't well taken care of, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: Yeah. And I know you guys are not vets, but it's really important. Just stress to the listeners is very important to make sure they have their shots. Especially for young puppies. They're very
1: prone on getting diseases when they're young. Yeah, You know, so
0: 100%. And did you guys want to talk about the stereotypes of certain dogs? Because, you know, you and I, you guys and I were talking off interview. Pit bulls, they have the most stigma of yeah, all yeah. breeds. What do you guys say to that because there are listeners, people that are afraid of pit bulls. Don't mm-hmm. have that dog near. They'll walk the other way or they'll be very scared. Right, right. Um yeah, it's just
2: that it's, it's it's just it's not the dog. It's not the dog. Pit bulls are amazing dogs. We've trained many of them. We've boarded many of them. Um it's unfortunately it's the owners you know um and these dogs are are, are 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 well are good dogs to have as family uh but they're powerful dogs too right um and it's unfortunate that when people get these type of dogs they don't do the proper research and then they don't get the professional help right they just kind of again treat the dog as a human being and then one day when the dog decides to snap because there weren't ever boundaries implemented in this dog's life owner freaks out okay shelter hmm. okay euthanization Oh, no, this dog
0: is a bad dog
2: no no no. at the end of the day owners need to take accountabilities of their action towards their
0: dogs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it again most of it most is of it. on
1: the owner most of it
2: german say. shepherds could be aggressive it could be be as aggressive as a p- pity a uh, pity could be um the uh, it just really depends the upbringing of
1: the dog like it's just there is a genetic thing with dogs you know dogs could have bad genetics from, uh, from their parents with overbreeding or something. But quite honestly, if you took him to a trainer, you would find out all this information and you mm-hmm. would just be like, okay, I got to manage this dog better because genetically, there's a little bit of issues with this dog, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, so that again, mm-hmm. like, it does fall on the owner because you could learn everything about your dog if you just took him to somebody right. who knows dogs, who knows That's canine uh, psychology and behavior. Um, so yeah, you guys, if you have a weird dog, bring him but in, to but to a good dog.
2: To add on to what he just said was, there's, there's breeders, there's backyard breeders out there. And yeah. backyard breeders where they just breed for money and that's it, you know, like even though they know that the dog genetically is not top quality, they'll still breed it just for just to get the money. Because breeders honestly they make good money. Wow. Right? So now when they're selling it to these owners, um, the owners don't know, right? However, now it's the owner's job to do a good research on that breeder. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. To do Find the out. research, be like, hey, if I'm looking at this breeder, when I want to see, like, all of its work, but at the same time, I want to meet the parents of the puppies. Mm-hmm.
1: Really important. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. lot of breeders will, backyard breeders will say, no, we can't meet the parents. They'll make an excuse up, but just know that's a big red flag. Mm-hmm. If you can't mm-hmm. meet the parents, why big even go, to, yeah. yeah, why even check out the yeah. dog? Why check out the puppy, right? Yeah. Wow. Um,
0: and I didn't even know it was a profession breeding. I didn't even no,
2: know. No, anyone stuff. can do it.
1: That's yeah. the thing, I'm, right? Like, look at it this way. Like, if you're breeding, like, a... Um, German Shepherds, uh, f- one breed, right? Uh, What's it called? Fu- fu- fully bred German fully Shepherds, bred, yeah, yeah, You so know, just pure GSDS, right? Pure, pure bread, you yeah. could sell. Sometimes in a litter, there's like eight to ten puppies. Mm-hmm. Sell at least each of them for a thousand to two thousand. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, yeah. And yeah. it's only like five to six months of work. Yep. Where mm-hmm. the the female dog gets pregnant and they pop out, and then you just take care of them for two months, and at eight weeks you sell them. Yep. Right. But then, With now a little you, bit of work, you get thousands of dollars.
2: But that's this is why the shelter is being filled up,
1: hmm. right? Everybody's taking advantage, and there's no like ra- laws. There's set, no laws set yeah. in on this side of the world yeah. against overbreeding and mm-hmm. backyard breeding.
2: Mm-hmm. I I feel like there should be a law too, that um, certain dog should have some type of license to own. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? So mm-hmm. like any of these big powerful dogs, owners should have some type of experience or some type of knowledge on how to handle this dog. Because right. there's a lot of owners out there, they would be like, oh, I've owned X amount of dogs in my past, you know? But for some reason, this one I have right now is giving me the most issue. Mm-hmm. But I have all the experience, but that's not true, mm-hmm. right? It's that if you don't understand how dogs dog's uh, psychology, you don't understand how they work, what they need, you don't really have the knowledge or tools have, to really... You just have dogs. Exactly. Being a pet dog
1: owner is not the same as being... You know, a dog trainer. Exactly. You know, we put in time and money to learn about dogs, Mm -hmm. right? You Mm -hmm. guys just own dogs. You hang out with them. You love Mm -hmm. them. You cuddle them. But it's not the same as that you're understanding. Okay, this dog is having issues. How do I fix it?
2: Exactly. Like, anyone can pick up a bag of treats, go to someone's house, or sit down, teach the very basics. Mm. Right? Anyone can do that. Yeah, right, but tough. now the next uh, the, the main thing is that you need to teach the owners how to do it and how to handle the dog in certain situations and the type of lifestyle you're providing this dog right because it's more than throwing commands at your dog it's about like at the end of the day what how much freedom you're giving that dog what are you allowing them getting away with things like that so a lot of it comes down to like again the lifestyle right
0: right Right, the lifestyle, yeah, and I, there was supposed to be before I you speak. There was, wasn't there, a pit bull law passed in two thousand and five? There, was,
1: there about was for Quebec mostly, yes, right? Yeah, yes, but they banned Quebec But
2: there's one that just got passed in the UK for XLs. Oh yeah, that's right. Two, that right? happened too. Yep. So, like again, it's unfortunate that mm. these breeds are getting attacked for what reason? It's because of you know over breeder or backyard breeders and owners not knowing what they're what yeah, they're supposed to uninformed be. owners exactly you know mm-hmm. and
1: it's uh it's just weird that it's still happening with like dogs in this day and age because mm-hmm. in a way it's kind of like being racist to a specific race yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. in this yeah. case yeah. a breed yeah, and it doesn't make yeah. any sense it's almost like saying this specific race oh we can't trust them so we gotta ban them yes yeah. it's the same thing yeah. it comes on to each individual uh dog and the owner
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm you know so encourage listeners what do you call it that you know spring is slowly approaching mm-hmm. us right and let's say we do have a lazy dog where no i just want to fall asleep all right. day you right. know right. Right. what do you want to tell that listener where they can't get their dog motor it's good to have them but she or he's just not doing anything right right she just wants to be again at the end of the day even if your dog is not
2: driven or whatnot it's still good to have that knowledge it's still good to know how to eat, how to manage and own a dog, right? Like a lot of the thing is with a lot of owners, they're very like they get very um what's it called um they get they become very sensitive when when you know we explain to them, okay, the way the lifestyle you're 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 providing to this dog is not the best lifestyle, and they feel offended because like oh I'm 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 such a bad owner, but that's not the case. The case is that you're uninfo- or You're just not informed. Mm-hmm. the proper way right so don't, don't take any type of like uh where a trainers telling you something means like you know oh like i'm, I'm just a horrible o- owner and all this stuff like at the end of the day is you just get the professional help learn about your dog and you'll be set on the right track right
1: yep you can always learn more guys even we we're always learning yeah you know we're going to seminars with other top trainers in canada learning from them why because we want to get better at this you know, mm-hmm. so we can give you guys better results. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you got to realize when we're trying to tell you something, yeah, don't take it personally. I'm just trying to make your life better with your dog. To be yeah. honest, that's yes. all we're trying to do. Uh,
2: and and oh, to be honest, like uh, what's very funny is that owners will get like you know, um, oh, I, I don't need to go to a trainer. My dog is fine. My dog is perfect. Right. However, us trainers, we go to other trainers to learn new things with for with our dog. Mm -hmm. You know, we hey, we're 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 facing this hurdle with our dog. Maybe I'm not seeing something. This trainer could help me out, right? So again, it's also like an ego, Mm
0: -hmm. right? Right? Dog owners, come on, let's put (laughs) aside the pride and just you know relax. They're not criticizing you. They're not saying you're a bad dog owner do if you let him run all over the street and not care while he's attacking children (laughs) then that's a whole different different ball game but i mean if they're telling something to help you and uplift you i don't think it's bad right Right. yeah that's what Mm -hmm. it is at the end of the day yeah it's just trainers are
2: not here to attack any owners and and if you do have a trainer that is attacking the owners and putting them down and whatnot then that is not the right trainer at all Right. Right. Yep. We're here to uplift people. Empowered
1: and empower you, you know.
2: Like, you know, help them through this journey and, you know, just build their confidence also. Because
0: at the same time, as we're building the dog's confidence, we're building the owner's confidence. Right. So give us that. Give us a testimonial of a best story you had in 2023 where you guys have saw total, total change in this animal. Oh, okay.
2: I mean, recently, Fuck Ezra. So, Ezra. Uh, like, uh, uh, so basically, this is a German Shepherd. Um, she's uh, very fearful, very reactive. and um,
1: Reactive was, meaning, If for anybody who doesn't oh. know, reactive meaning, you know, just reacts out of fear. Like barking, lunging, mm-hmm. pulling on leash. Basically, full out stress. Trying to biting, out, blowing, of yeah, stuff, biting yeah. out of fear. Blowing, yeah, biting out of fear. That's what reactivity means. So anytime he's saying reactive, it just meaning the full blown out case of just going crazy, especially R- on a leash. And yeah, Ezra, a- go ahead.
2: Actually, um I remember the first session she attacked you, right? She tried to attack oh, yeah, you, right? 100%. And I went to um yep. yeah, and it's again, we're in the we're in this business, right? We have to expect all of these stuff, right? Um, so uh, they've done uh, I believe in total about 7 sessions and um now they can take this dog anywhere. Like we were just at Home Depot the other day and she sees people walking by, no reactivity, not trying to bite out of fear. Like she's able to live a normal life. And this dog was on pills before. This wow. dog was on anti-anxiety pills and everything. Vet tried everything, and like when they came to us for training, and we started giving gu- the proper guidance, they started to see a lot of results. And um, again, like your dog's success is be- is going to be determined by the owner, mm-hmm. right? And
1: at the same time, like this dog and the owner had been to other trainers before, mm-hmm. but they did not get the results they were looking for, right? And, and when they came to us, like we work on motivation. Like we mm-hmm. get the dog motivated. So as much as this dog is walking around Home Depot not reacting, it's happy. He's looking forward for that next reward. You know, Ezra was loving her ball rewards. Yep, that's how yep. we got her to focus her energy, focus her drive towards working for the ball rather mm-hmm. than fearing dogs and people out in the world, real world,
2: world. They're they, were, they were even gonna think of rehoming the the dog at oh, one yeah, point. Yeah, rehoming or euthanizing. Right, and, they and couldn't and handle that. Yeah, because it's very stressful at the end of the day. You know, you're bringing a dog out in public, you don't know going to do right but now they can walk the dog take the dog to the beach do anything take the dog anywhere and the dog is you know obedience wise very uh, sh- uh very sharp at it but at the same time uh is not out there to try it's, it's- It's able to live a life not in fear anymore.
1: That's right. She's calm and confident. Yes. that's what you want in your dogs. Right.
0: So why don't you guys give advice to listeners who own a therapy dog? You know, they have it for stress and anxiety, but do want it trained a little bit to not be so oversensitive? Mm. If somebody comes near and they're ready to attack, what Mm. do you guys tell people who own therapy dogs and they have that special badge around their, right, right. You know what I'm saying. 100. That's <laughs> a good question, Donovan. Because
1: question. you know, there's uh, service dogs yes. that you could get from a trainer. Cost about twenty thousand, maybe up to thirty thousand, because it's fully trained. It will provide you what you need. It will detect any, I you know, any issues that are coming into your near future. But there's also therapy dogs where people just kind of get a dog, put a vest on, and be like, "Okay, this I need this dog for emotional support." But the big difference is there was no training done. You just expected this dog from day one to kind of give you that emotional support when it never had the training to be able to handle it. So most people, when they get a therapy dog, they just spend too much time with it, um, like all the time. Mm -hmm. And that makes the dog anxious. Gives them separation anxiety to a point where they can't be away from you and they can't have somebody else approach you and somebody can't even put their arm around you even if it's a family member to hug you. So what's missing is just a little bit of training, a little bit of boundaries, balance in the dog's lifestyle. And if you come to us, we can certainly make your therapy dog not only obedient, but also a good therapy dog in terms of being calm and confident in public areas.
2: And, and another thing, because my, my, uh, I own a service dog. My, for, it's for my wife. Uh, the one thing with service dog is that they need to be able to complete a task for that owner. So That's in case right. that owner has like, anxiety, uh, 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 some type of anxiety attack, or PTSD. They have PTSD, stuff like that, they should be able to help that owner out of that state. Uh, so my our Rottweiler our is, um, is, is trained to get my wife out of uh, anxiety attacks, PTSD attacks, things like that. Um, and again it, again, it comes through, like you said, all through obedience, right? You can't just bring a dog home and be like, okay, this is my therapy dog. You can't do that. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work that way. It has to go through certain training. And at the same time, that dog has to be fit for that role not all dogs are fit for the role that you want them to
0: do i'm glad you said that because they might think well it's a dog it is fit for the role (laughs) right (laughs) no you're right yeah so it's it's
2: a lot of like a lot of research when it comes to what you want from for a dog Mm -hmm. right um like example he he was looking for uh, a dutch shepherd and it took
1: forever to find. you know i honestly couldn't find a good breeder that actually had a high driven good dutch shepherds from a good, good genetics good genetics you know their parents were like maybe from good genetics just police dogs or something and i couldn't find one in canada so i found uh, i went all the way to the states and we were able to pick a dutch shepherd from our mentor cali canine jazz leverett again the same person who has a show on netflix called uh canine intervention and yeah this is an amazing dog like yeah. i would never be able to i've never seen a dog like this in canada with the yeah. confidence and the calmness and the calculated decisions she makes like she's a great dog if you go on our insta you will see her certainly she's all black Dutch shepherd
0: all right all right all right so what's your message to all the dog owners what do you want to tell them and let's say if the dog owners have a cat what do you want to tell them a message okay so you can take the care dog, of the cat the, one the dog owner oh. for the cat uh the owner of the cats um don't let your dog chase your
2: cat. Like, teach your dog how to be calm around your cat, and this is where obedience comes in. Teach your dog impulse control. Teach them, hey, I like it when you're not trying to chase my cat, and then stop the bad behaviors when they're trying to eat the cat, right? Mm-hmm. And again, it's easier said than done, right? Because the thing is, is that when you do bring a cat home or a new dog home, the the first introduction is, like, I find is very important. Uh, when I brought my, my, my kitten home, uh, is my second one, um, and I have my German Shepherd, who's very high-driven, high, uh, um, what really helped her to control herself was just obedience, right? Um, I'll tell my dog to go to her bed. She'll relax. My kiddo will come around. If my dog doesn't react and is just, you know, you know, just showing, um, uh, what do I say, behavior where it's just calm behavior and no, not feeling threatened, I'll reward her for that. And if I feel like my it's too overstimulating for my dog, then I'll take her away from that situation. Like, all right, Let's start from a distance now, you know, Uh, slowly build a relationship, a trust relationship between the dog and the cat. What a lot of people do is to bring these animals in the house and then just let them run free. Let them figure out on their own. And then at one point it's like, it gets to a point where the dog is so used to chasing that cat, um, it's very tough to get them out of that state. It's not impossible, it's just a lot of undoing bad behaviors. That's right. Right, so...
1: And sometimes, you know, dogs can just fall into the fact that, hey, I'm chasing this prey, I caught this prey, so exactly. I to kill the prey. Exactly. And forget that I live with this cat. And yes. I'm yes. not actually allowed to live with, uh, allowed to chase this cat, or I mean, allowed to kill the cat, but nobody ever stopped me from chasing the cat. Exactly. So mm-hmm. again, you're letting a predator chase a prey, and you know, the wildlife is going to take its course if you don't st- yes. intervene. I,
2: th- I think what a lot of uh, owners forget is that dogs at the indigenous are, are animals. As much as they're part of family, they're not human. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you have a cat at home, just make sure you're, you're managing your dog and cat together. Don't leave them, don't leave them together <laughs> without supervision, without supervision <laughs> even, even, sure. even, you know, that they've never, he's never tried anything. So I think they're just, they're dogs, mm-hmm. right? So it's best to always have really good management skills with your dogs.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: And a message, what do you want to tell when you're walking your dog and you do see danger because coyote attacks are on <sighs> oh, a yeah. high. Especially in Toronto. Yes. Yeah. Toronto, Mississauga, all over yeah. the GTA. What do you want to say to owners that are walking their dogs and coyotes come around?
1: I'm pretty sure you could get something on whether on Amazon somewhere online where it's basically an air horn and it, was scares, it scares them, them away. Again. That's one thing. You know, or a bear spray. But mm-hmm. I think the air horn does the job. You don't really need to hurt these coyotes. Just spray it, run at them, and they're not gonna bug you. Like most of, most coyotes only want to attack in packs. You yes, know? yes. And if yes. you ever walk towards them, especially with the air horn, they're not they're not messing around. They're gonna go mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. finding easier target.
2: Yeah, and the thing is, like we know, usually coyotes come out at a certain time. You know, so like if you know, uh, coyotes come out at a certain time, at this time in a pack, or what I usually what I've heard is one coyote will make a uh, one of the sound, trying to lure the dog, and then that's where the pack is. Like, it just at the end of the day, just walk in times where you know there's the coyotes are not out there, you know? Have your dog on a leash. Especially and if and especially not have trained. your dogs on a leash. Yeah. Have your dogs on a leash. Don't let them chase after the coyote. Like, 100%. keep them nice beside you, and if you feel like, hey, any threats,
0: turn away, because, again... And nature will take its course. That's right. Right. <laughs> all right. Did you guys want to throw out your social media platforms and the website just where sure. they can reach you or have any questions for our dog owners?
1: For sure. So you can find everything through our Instagram, our website, you know, YouTube, all of that. Our Instagram is apex dot and that's the letter K, K for kilo, nine the number nine dot Canada. So again, apex dot dot Canada.
2: And we're on TikTok, YouTube um yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah highly advise you guys to uh see our you know instagram videos we put, In our website. put a lot of clients dogs up it's not just us training our dogs we're showing you guys progress with clients dogs who have a lot of trouble and all of a sudden now they're really happy with the progress
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah you'll see a lot of our work on there and our website is uh com. you can see all of our packages there programs
0: and information about our team okay yeah, yeah, even yeah. our phone
1: number if you want to give us yeah, a call ask yeah, some exactly, questions yeah. love to you know, help you guys out if I can over the phone.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Any final things you guys would love to tell Matt Radio Toronto dog owners?
2: Just uh, if again, if you if you see that your dog is g- giving you uh, issues, they have behavioral issues, they're anxious, they're scared, or you you you're at loss because you don't know how to handle a high energy dog, just seek help, seek professional right. help, and right?
1: Like for the people who are not having any issues with their dogs, just know there's always progress you can make in terms of like you can always have a much more trained dog that you can take anywhere anytime and you can give them a better life through training and that's what training really does you train your dog even if they're good on leash you know you should train your dog to be able to listen to you off leash so you can take them on uh, trails and they can have a little bit more off leash freedom at the same time listen to you so that's all dog training is about it's about giving your dog a better life at the same time you enjoying that life with them a lot better because dogs are amazing dogs are smart dogs can do a lot of stuff. Yeah. But you wouldn't ever know if you didn't get the help to actually get that, uh, get that out of your dogs or like more like um, just unleash their power. Let's put it that way. You know, if you don't really know how to canine communicate, you can't unleash a dog's uh, good behaviors or their potential. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's there's more to teaching your dogs spin and paw and roll over. 100%. Those are the stuff you can teach later on. Right now, just teach your dog clearly com- how to communicate with them, give them a balanced lifestyle. Um, obedience, and all of this three stuff I just said, you can, we can get more into depth, but I know we don't have time today.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, we'll always have you guys back because you guys are friends to the show now, right? Appreciate it. Thank right. you so much, Donovan. <laughs> this Appreciate is really it, cool. It really, really cool. Too. And thank you to the listeners for listening because this is the first time I've, you know, and I'm sure this, some listeners, this is the first time, you know, being aware of, you know, how to train their dog and You know, thinking that is, wow, I really got a problem. I got to, you know, get back up. So I hope this conversation helped the listeners. I thank you guys so much for coming to the show. No, thank you for having us. Really appreciate it. Thank you
1: so much. Yeah, appreciate it. It was really nice talking about all this. Yes, yes, it was awesome.
0: All right. For Met Radio, 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxy. I would love to thank you guys. Can throw out the company's name again and your names.
2: I'm Yunus Nitu, uh, one half of the uh, Apex. So our full name is Apex Canine Training Academy.
1: That's right, Apex Canine Training Academy. My name is Mazen. We're located in Mississauga and Woodstock. So we have two locations right now, and we're helping anyone, everyone with a dog. doesn't mm-hmm. matter what age, what breed, what issues you're facing, even if your vet has put them on anxiety or depression pills, bring them in because I can most likely guarantee you they don't need the pills. They just need some training.
0: All right. Thank you guys so much. And thank you again to the listeners for listening to this episode.
1: Awesome. Thank you.